0: We are so excited to bring you our recap of the Gilded Age drama The Alienist. Stay tuned.
1: You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin.
0: Hi everyone. I'm your host Jackie Burrowski, and this is the premiere episode recap of The Alienist on AfterBuzz TV. We're all so excited here. Uh, you can find me 123 uh, Jackie B on all platforms, Twitter, Instagram, but Snapchat. I'm Jackie B 123 because Snapchat doesn't like numbers in the front. <laughs>
1: yeah, I heard about uh, them too.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's really depressing. Anyway, the rest of my panel yes and you know what we're not going to
2: depress you as much as the show could possibly depress you <laughs> i am miss candy marie and you can find me on instagram at miss candy marie and on twitter at sweet candy tv hey
1: everybody um i'm alice ford you can find me on twitter at alice l ford and on instagram or facebook
0: at alice's adventures on earth
3: and you can find me at takira underscore i am takira shabray
0: Fun fact, our intro music is the song Frere Jaca, which was actually in the episode, in the season where they, or in the, epi- in the piece of the episode where they dig up the buried twins. Right. Um, I thought Frere Jaca was like Ring Around the Rosies, where it's a song about, uh, the Ring Around the Rosies is a song about the plague. And I thought Frere Jaca was like that, where it's had some secret plaguey death meaning because right. it was playing under right. that episode. But. It doesn't. It doesn't. It's just a song about people <laughs> singing to a monk. Um,
1: yeah, and I remember singing this song all the time growing up. Like, in yeah, the- it I know, right? say, yeah, it did say it right. did
0: say when I researched it that is like one of the most well known children's songs mm-hmm. in the world. So right. I suppose that's why they chose it. Right. Um, I just want to start this off with. I know this is a very beloved book, and it was uh, published in 1994. It took a long time to right. come to the screen, as mm-hmm. we know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but this is not going to be a book review. I am reading the book right now. If you want to non-spoilery discuss the book with me <laughs> on Twitter, at 123 B, you're very welcome to. But... Um, since this is really about the show, we're going to keep it to the show, and I want to do that just to avoid spoilers. Right. Um, oh, yeah. Even though I do know that we're airing before the West Coast premiere, we hope you join us on YouTube and iTunes afterwards. <laughs> right. We'll look for you in the comments to right. chat with you if you can't chat live. Yes, and speaking of chatting, I'm going to be here uh, monitoring the live
2: chat, so please at any point in time during the show, if you want to you know, talk to us, uh, you or know, if you have any questions, anything, please let us know, and uh, we'll be talking to you all night long via the chat.
0: Yeah, we're right there. And then the next thing I want to discuss is this this series is set in the Gilded Age, which is from the 1870s to 1900. Right. Um I went to the premiere on the Paramount lot and they made they first off it was one of the coolest premieres ever. Um but they <laughs> You never know what's going on. Right. Now. I know. They made a big show of saying, I think that was Siri, actually, that we Maybe it's the alienist. <laughs> <laughs> it's the alienist giving us information. Um, in the they said that you could dress like you were from the Gilded Age, and it's, sadly, I did not know what they meant by Gilded Age, and I was like, oh, it's this time period. Uh, it actually comes from a Mark Twain book, which was called The Gilded Age of Today. It's, he satirized social problems mm-hmm. of the era. Um, it's, it roughly translates to the Victorian era or the Belle Epoque era, which are, I guess, like, to me is more widely known. Maybe, maybe for you guys, you, area. you didn't, yeah, sure. maybe you all knew about the Gilded Age and I'm just <laughs> Um But anyway, it was a time of rapid economic growth. There was a large influx of immigrants and you'll see that um, represented I'm throughout sure. the series. And right. that was straight from the premiere. They told me that. They told me, personally. No, they told us at the premiere that it was, uh, the series was going to focus on the influx of in- immigrants from yeah. the Gilded Age. And um, there was also a great divide between the rich and the poor, which mm-hmm. you're seeing in this series, especially with, like, the mob mm-hmm. and... Um, exactly. Th- we'll get into the previews for the next episode but <laughs> you'll, you're seeing it a lot in the next episode um, something that I loved that I really responded to before the series had been started was the advertising their advertising oh was so on point oh, what did you guys oh, think that really amazing good. like I looked on IMDB and there
2: it was the alienist <laughs> right there the backdrop even on YouTube I, phenomenal job with the advertising I was excited even before we uh, even before I signed up for the panel today so right billboards uh, all over
3: the all TNT's over the doing place, a great job yeah. yeah, driving down the street i saw the billboard i was like yes yeah, our show oh, right. so
0: and i'm so telling you a billboard will get me every time <laughs> right. every We're single so time excited.
3: i was like yes to go to fanning the even if it's a billboard Dakota. for like
0: some there are times i'm not a huge opera fan but there are times like i see a really good opera billboard and I'm like maybe i should go to the opera The billboard <laughs> marketing is so important and they definitely did yeah. a good job with the marketing for the
1: show did.
0: yeah they really did yeah. so happy and also um they put a. they admittedly put a lot of like detail into the series and when mm-hmm. you see it you know every every costume every set piece has a lot of love behind it but also um they cast big name actors which is right. really it's a it's a big trend happening now and it's really important to marketing a series you have luke evans who played gaston mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. daniel Bruhl. um He's a German-Spanish actor, and it's fascinating to me because I've seen him in other projects using other accents. So it's exciting. To, he's me brilliant. brilliant. Yeah, yeah he's his really brilliant.
3: crazy, and he talks about his accents on in interviews too. He's like, yeah, just another one, you know, another one to add. Yeah, he works right. really impressive. hard.
0: Um, I I first saw him actually in something called Colonia, which I think is on Netflix now, mm-hmm. but um, it's a. Hispanic film, and I think you guys would really be interested in it, so check it out. Mm-hmm. And then Dakota Fanning, well known her. in the oh. U.S. for years and years right. and years. Um, Probably one of
1: the most successful child actresses. Oh my goodness. Yes. Of and all the way time. her career
2: has just blossomed over time has yeah. been. Yeah, her growth. Yeah, amazing. Amazing.
3: And her strength that she plays in this show. Uh, <laughs> a, a true I feminist. Mean, <laughs> a true feminist. And it's so crazy because, I mean, this is. In 1896-ish 1800s late 1800s and it is still so relevant right. to what right, what absolutely. we're facing what we're talking about today and she's mm-hmm. like the epitome of the strong woman in yep. a male driven industry. Right. It's crazy. Absolutely. And she
2: held her own. She, she held did. Own. And then big shout out to, we just had the women's march, right. you know, this past That's weekend. Um, but yeah, she definitely held her own. She, her character is just so I'm, I'm addicted to her character already. Right? I want to see so much from her. Um, the way that, it, you know, I don't want to on your toes, no, go ahead. Uh, yet, but I mean, j- just the way that, she, like you said, she carried herself, and even when you know, y- you could tell she they don't respect her. Mm-hmm. Even the things that they're saying about her, saying to her. She wow! I'm just excited. I can't wait to see uh, right. what else is gonna happen with her character. It's, over it's time. sad
0: that we're looking at a period piece from 1896, and there we're watching things that we can still relate to today. <laughs> mm-hmm. right. Like she has that awkward moment where she goes in the guy's like peeing in front of her, and like he makes a reference to his who neither region, right. um, <laughs> and then she makes a joke back, and you can tell that she's super uncomfortable, but she's trying to still hold her own, her mm-hmm. and it's like. Yes. Well, I've never walked in on a male colleague peeing there. I have still had like we've as women, we've all had uncomfortable experiences where you're like, oh, I wish I wasn't the only woman here. Or Mm -hmm. I wish I wasn't like I wish I was better understood. Right. Right. And she
3: quickly like she has that vulnerable like, oh, my gosh. But then she's like, okay, I need to get my strength back together. And may I quote, called it a little pink mouse. Yes. yes. I yes. Do, you
2: know, I just want to... That gave me life. <laughs>
3: was a little bit, like, yes. Because she felt that she was like, okay, I'm in a, a pool gang of boys, so I
0: got to right. throw right. fire,
1: so... I think she'll <laughs> definitely end up being the comic relief um, of right. every episode. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like, yeah. The dry absolutely. humor, but we love it. Yeah. I
0: definitely... The other thing was I... When I first watched this episode, I was a little put off by not Dakota's acting by any means, but the character's personality because she makes this big point at the intro. She's like, she won't let him call her by her first name, Sarah. It has to be mm-hmm. a... Miss Howard. Ms. Respect Miss Howard. Miss Howard. Mm-hmm. Howard. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And she's she's making this big point of like, I'm a professional, blah, blah, blah. And that, when you're a woman watching it, you're like... I don't know, this was me personally, I was like, just be cool. Just be cool yeah. with them, you know? And then, and then I have to think, no, this is this Mm-mm. time period and she's not getting respected and the only way she knows how to be respected right. is to... I is mean, to put these yeah. boundaries in mm-hmm. place. And we can't forget that women ke- couldn't even vote back then. This mm-hmm. is,
2: what, 1896? Yeah. yeah. Women, we didn't even have the right to vote, you know, let alone she is in a male-dominated police force. There is no yeah. other woman. You look around, she's the only person that looks like her. She's, she's the, the only Exactly. She's, she's the, the, the very first. to work
3: in that in, at the New York So she has to set a time.
2: precedent. She has to make right. them respect her, teach them how to respect her. Right. And we you look knew. at the
0: series and – uh the only other prominent female characters are either houseworkers or prostitutes. Mm-hmm. Mm. So here you have the The only main female character in this is is her. And so she's trying to hold her own in this in this field where it's like, well, you're showing the other options that women can have is to either <laughs> right. like be the woman who's like cleaning Chrysler's boots or to be the woman who's, like sleeping with uh, John Moore right. right. Well, yeah,
1: and this was before most women even worked, you know, outside the home in those times. So I mean, it's a pretty big position for her right. Absolutely. So so Dakota expect a lot of love from
2: our panel. Right. Yes. <laughs> Strong women. <Yes. laughs> so we're going to always have your back, girl. Right.
0: Um, do 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 I am sorry. Okay. So we have we have this murder and the the murder is Giorgio Santarelli who is called Gloria. He's a prostitute from Paris's Hall. Um his genitalia has been removed. His eyes have been removed. Chunks of his body have been removed. Um, We see the killer in the series uh, feeding the body parts to to the cat, cat Mm. and probably eating them too because for himself. himself. So you have someone who's a cannibal, who, and we know by the end of the episode. I'm assuming that kid from the preview. This is his next victim, so he's killing right. children,
3: mm-hmm. but boys. he's eating them and boys. Well, it's he like kills girls too because the twins.
0: The, one of them yeah. was a girl. Um, Targeting, if it's like, related, I guess. If right. like yeah, it's related, yeah. you know,
3: because the the passion, I guess, is is what I'm referring to. Because obviously, he does kill the the um, the female twin, Sophia. But um, there's so much passion, and even Doctor Chrysler mentioned that he was like, you know, I'm yes. more concerned about the brother Benjamin. Uh, Benjamin yes, mm-hmm. um, yeah, because there's so so much passion in the killing of Benjamin. So what is it about? You know, I'm sure that we'll find out. But it, for some reason, targeting you know more more of a passion with little boys, right? That like dress I, like girls. I think
2: that's such a great point what you said, and I want to go back to uh, when. Um, chrysler is it chrysler 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 when he when he had a conversation with wolf with mr wolf and he said you stabbed edwin 20 times so that led us to also believe it was a it was an act of passion because Mm -hmm. of how it was done now one thing that i did write uh was that the killer is avenging i feel like he's avenging the death of someone else Mm. And, and that's, there was, there was a, I think it was towards the end of the episode where, where it showed like a picture of Paris's Hall and what I felt appeared to be like, I guess the killer holding like a picture of a boy and it had Paris's Hall at the bottom. And Mm. for me, that was like, okay, that's a note. That's a detail. Let me remember that because I felt like, okay, well maybe this There was a boy, there was some significance Mm -hmm. behind him avenging somebody's death that that was close to him that died. And then we're talking about, uh, you know, a murder of passion. So I feel like there is some type of connection that we're actually going to find out sooner or later that this killer is related to somebody that may have been killed that was in his family or somebody maybe even that he cared about dearly. And he
3: was holding a picture of, quote, Gloria, which Mm -hmm. is the, the Santorini boy. Um, right. That's the picture that he was holding. So. Oh, that's the picture. Okay.
2: Because mm-hmm. I saw it, and it had Paris's Hall on it. Right. And it okay. uh,
3: it was uh, actually Gloria, which is, like you know, they the, mentioned, the, the, that was the, yeah. the um name that they go, that, that the Santorini boy went by. Interesting. Um, the, uh, there's something hall, so.
0: obsessive about it, mm-hmm. and there's something ritualistic about it as well. Yeah, way too much pressure. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, so I think we'll see a lot more of those photographs in the yeah. upcoming You know what, I'm too. actually...
0: What's so interesting is I'm... I, have you guys ever seen Mindhunter, which is a Netflix mm-hmm. series? Mm-hmm. I'm watching it at the same time as that, that Hunter. I'm, I'm happy to check Yeah, that. I'm yes. watching it at the same time, and it's a 70s... Um, it's a series that is set in the 1970s, and basically it's the, the FBI trying to... Um, trying to start their psychological uh, profiling Mm -hmm, department. mm -hmm. And they're very, the heads of the FBI are very resistant to this. And you have one gung-ho guy who's like, well, we should be interviewing serial killers to see what's inside their minds. Mm -hmm. And this series is interesting to me because it's that same kind of, you have the, the main police officers who think one way where they're just like, well, this person is a monster, and they <laughs> killed this other person, so it must be Wolf by. Right. And right. then you have this person who's well versed in psychology, who says, "Like, no, let's really look at this. Let's look at, um, let's look at what he's doing. Let's look at his every motives. Detail. Every detail. Mm-hmm. Um, right. One of the." One of the most telling parts to me is when he goes to Wolf and he says, "Well, what was what was the eye color of the first guy you yes. killed?" Right. And he's able to say blue instantly. And Great. then, and then the second guy, he can't say anything. And right. he's like, "Well, he's profiled this guy as a, a man who kills with passion. He kills because he's like so." like, obsessed with something mm-hmm. versus someone who's more methodical, which right. he mentions, like, these these cuts, everything right. is done very methodically.
3: And it makes it sound like I mean, that he's also, Dr. Chrysler, is obsessed with under, that understanding. I mean, like, he, we start to, yeah. you see him zone out into a moment when he's, like, really discussing, yeah. like, the details of the murder and how he can figure out the why behind this. Right. And we start to see, like, him kind of sink into that deep, dark, like, like you mentioned, like, his right. soul might be, be blackened and... But right well, at the well, end. I, that's what I, was going saying, I, I feel like to I
2: feel like that's because the mother is blaming him for the death of her son. You mm-hmm. know, she's like, "I blame you. You're the reason why my children are dead. My only two children are dead because of you." So mm-hmm. to have that on you, for somebody to blame you, and for you to feel like you've, in a sense, I feel like he thought that he was doing everything he could to help them. But he
0: thought he was doing the right thing because you know, right? he was saying he was saying I was that? telling. That's like the worst feeling ever. Right. He was saying I, you know, he's telling this boy who dresses like a girl to live his truth, basically. Right. And um, and he's like, he got killed for living his shit. Yeah, That's what he, the mother right. feels, feels guilty. like. Well, you yeah. told him that right. it
2: was okay, and now my son is dead. So it's like to live with that is horrible. Right. I would hate to have to live with that. Of course, you're damn right. I'm gonna figure out who did this. If right. if, if it means going to the what what did he say the
1: depths of the, depths of the earth hell, of, think. of
3: hell I yeah, of, of hell the of hell the depths of hell
1: right. <laughs> but I think he's maybe gonna go off the deep end a little bit too. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, by like that whole ending monologue of saying that he's going to cut throats and. You know, gouge people's eyes out if he has to, so that right. he can become
0: this serial killer. I'm like, uh oh, you're, <laughs> right. you're in for some. You're in for Have trouble. you guys ever seen the Hannibal series? Yeah. Yes. Um, oh. it, it reminded me of oh, what's the name of the doctor, the, detec- the detective in the, the, the detective. Hannibal series? Like he gets so obsessed oh, really? with finding these killers that it kind of like. Fucks with his mind, right? Yeah, and so that's kind of where I see this going. Like he's so obsessed with finding but an answer. We can't forget he is a professional. He's been right. doing this for a long time, so we can't
2: forget that.
3: Doesn't and mean he's going not go crazy. I know, right? <laughs> right? And he's doing something. I believe in him. Right, he's doing something that's not the best. that's not so popular too. Like right. you know, like you mentioned, like, like um the um I guess the Netflix Minecraft
2: mine, mine, mine Hunter
3: right. He's he's doing something that's completely like you can tell the police don't like him. I mean, it, it, and I mean, he
2: could give two.
3: Right, <laughs> he, mm. could, he couldn't <laughs> care. And even the uh, the Jews, the brothers that even that he uh, that he um, invites in, even down to John Moore. I mean, everybody that he's kind of inviting in to try to they're figure all misfits. This out. They're misfits. Yeah, yeah. It, they're a group of people that you wouldn't expect to come together and try to find a killer and. I mean, that's the strength behind it all, like mm-hmm. the strength of the mis- the misfits.
0: I do think that I do think that's why they're all drawn together because you have um, in some of these characters like unlikely bonding, and we they've they explain later in the episode that Dr. Chrysler, John Moore, and Teddy Roosevelt all went to Harvard together, and that's right. how they knew each other because otherwise, you're kind of like. how do these guys get together because it seems like they're in such different professions and it seems like you know they kind of get along but not and so you see that that they're all like they have this bond and they're all intellectuals but it's also like they're all kind of outside their own field in one way even um even John Moore and I think Uh, book readers you can correct me if i'm wrong i'm like literally three episodes three pages into the book but um i thought john moore was actually a new york times reporter in the book journalist yeah Yeah. like a like an actual journalist whereas here they make him an illustrator so they put him in kind of the outside of the new york Mm -hmm. times and he's not even like an illustrator for like main items he's an illustrator for like the fancy style pages right
3: and i love it i love it because he's he tells a story in his own way like he adds his piece like he's not just oh let me write about what you know what went wrong or what happened or that sort of thing like He's, like, such a big key to finding out, like, the the why behind it or, like, what the the is. And you have Chrysler
0: challenging Isaac. him. I Ryan mean, you have him to trying to challenge him to go deeper. To go like, deeper. you drew this, like, a Renaissance painting. Like, right. you need to make it look, be- like, look medical. Um, I love that, medical. Though. I love but it, though.
2: The, I can't wait to see how his character is going to grow over time and how he's going to get better and how his eye, his attention to detail is just mm-hmm. going to enhance.
3: He's being challenged. And he's such a complex... Character like we we meet him and we so we much see more that to he him has, has a big heart. CIA. I want to know what this ring is about, John. Moore. Oh, it's collateral. It, oh yeah. Oh but yeah. But, but, oh but I, what, I, who well, is I, it? no no. Please like, yeah. explain the collateral. Yeah, so at that
1: point, yeah, <laughs> for the whorehouse, obviously. <laughs> They're not going to sleep with you unless they give you... If you give them collateral, they will sleep with you because they know that if you don't pay them, they have something to keep so that you're not going to sleep with them and then leave. So that's what the ring and the coin exchange. But obviously, the ring is... It looks like an engagement ring, or like it's right. mother's, or like who knows. It, there's definitely a story there right. for sure. Well, I think I didn't know with the something thing. additional. But yeah, that's, <laughs> that's interesting. It's a that's collateral thing with the exchange of the coin and the ring. Interesting. And I like and that. I don't know that because I've done it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's great. It's great. A circle back. Just so um, you know. <laughs> But, <laughs> but you're right. It's, they they use specifically a ring that looks like an engagement ring, and they have him asking her about some other guy, right? right. Um, like so it's a role play, or well, I think you have this level of like he really is in love with her, right? And um, she's a prostitute, mm. so she's not going to like be in love with him or married mm. to him, and right. he's an I upstanding a citizen. So. I think they
2: say. <laughs> <laughs> You know what's interesting to me about the collateral? It's like, what will like what's too much? Like, what exactly? Like, would, would they like? Wouldn't they trade for sex? And it kind of almost seems like I, it, I'm having a hard time articulating myself right now for some reason. <laughs> but it's like, um, it, it reminds me of an addict. You know, they'll mm-hmm. they'll trade or anything. They'll sacrifice anything for this addiction, and, and it yeah. seems like that's kind of like what we're seeing. So when
1: I think about a ring like that. You're going to trade this ring for collateral for sex? Well, even just, like, all of the sex, I guess, in this whole show is just... It's crazy to think that... Like, 1896 doesn't really seem like it was that long ago. And to think that just, like, sex houses and, like, whatever you want to call them were just, like, so rampant and normal for men to be sleeping with children and women just like around every corner like that was all they did it was like they're either in a bar or they're sleeping with somebody or in a brothel <laughs> and it, yeah right. and it's like not a big deal and you know obviously the mob is involved in the the um, what's it called Parisas Hall the children's okay. whorehouse but I mean it's just crazy to see how far I guess we've maybe come or not come as a society. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Well I mean like you think one of the major like employments for women at the time was to be a prostitute. Right. One of the major lucrative employments at yeah. the time. I as mean a, for a woman. You yeah, a for woman. a woman. And so here you have these as I said earlier, these juxtaposition of careers where you have like the women in the whorehouse are all like beautifully dressed. Right. And then yeah, right. um and then you you juxtapose them with Sarah Howard, where she's she's kind of her dress is more masculine. Mm-hmm. Um, she's always wearing these little hats. Not that. People didn't wear hats in this, <laughs> this era. But, like, she's wearing a very, like, kind of masculine hat. And broad and, shoulders. Yes. Right. And, um, well, those shoulders were considered fashionable at the time. But she's mm-hmm. wearing, like, so she's got this blend of, like, masculine versus, like, fashionable. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And then um, you have her in that episode where they take off the corset and you can tell she just hates it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. She just hates right. it.
1: Yeah. She says, screw them all. And I right. also so really want to know what the previous relationship was. Is with her and more because right. they kind of mentioned that he obviously took or did some drawing he her, of her yeah. at some obviously social event. But I would really like to know, like, what that was, what that was for, why she's so mad at it. Well, because about when you it. and
0: then you see the not to get too much of the previews, I I but you see it. in the previews of next <laughs> episode that like they clearly know each other pretty well, yeah, right. yeah. Right. I feel like maybe there was like a Definitely. crush
2: when they were younger, you know, and maybe they I don't know, he fancied her, and I don't know, we'll see. I yeah, like
0: that right. term, fancy. fancy. I'm excited
1: to see what that turns into.
0: My, I had so changing course a little bit back to the murderish stuff. Um, the Zweig file. Did any of you find it curious that like he gets the file and he says there's no details and no evidence? Yeah, we already know there's some like shadiness going on in the police. Not obviously not on Teddy Roosevelt's part, but on behalf of these other uh officers who Mm -hmm. are accepting bribes from the mob um so i did find that super curious and i just wanted to note it's like he's saying there's no details there's no evidence like usually if you have a murder like that Mm -hmm. you would want to bring in someone who would draw them or you would want to sit there and exactly well now we have the diagram of the body where you point out stuff and Mm -hmm. say like this is this happened and this happened, right. but that not happened. unless
2: you're trying to cover it up.
0: Exactly, exactly.
2: right. So, well, I,
1: I, and the I, old commissioner, uh huh. I don't know if you guys caught that, but the mm-hmm. old commissioner, yeah, was obviously like in bed with all those cops that are covering stuff up. And now that he's gone, he's like pretty ticked off that mm-hmm. Dr. Know,
3: Chrysler has kind of brought in this new age of.
1: Well, yeah, and Roosevelt. Okay, and I think yeah. he's yeah. just mad that he's there too because right. he thinks, obviously, that he's maybe going to turn some stuff upside down.
0: And I am very excited about the inclusion of Teddy Roosevelt. He's obviously like a huge. Uh, he's great. like a huge figure in American history. Um, he was a police commissioner in New York at the time, and. When I think of Teddy Roosevelt, I think of like fat glasses, Rough Riders, <laughs> Teddy Roosevelt, yeah, right, and right, this sure. was this was fun to see like an interpretation of Teddy Roosevelt like before he became right. president. Right, right,
3: such a different light.
0: I think it's always so cool when they take uh, fictional stories and they try
2: to you know uh, collaborate them with what's really going history, on yeah. with yeah, our history. So That's cool. really really cool,
1: right. The other yeah. thing, did you guys catch this? This, this like was a thing that kind of ticked me off a little bit with the illustration thing. There's all these photographs of everyone, but were using illustration and not taking crime scene photos. I don't know. <laughs>
2: oh. Well, did they, I mean, let's think about the technology, you know, where way mm-hmm. they were with technology then. I think, um, I don't really think that the technology had advanced to that point where they could actually capture
0: photos and pictures and the, the best well, no, They could, the, I, they I, I just think the thing. All
1: throughout the rest of the episode of the oh, children. Really? And photographs. I think
0: I'm going to interpret it um Rather than you know, obviously there's an artistic license there, wanting like yes, the illustrator course. to draw it, but at the same time, um, there's probably not a lot of money in that police department, and you'd have to be able to like pay some guy and some guy who you trust to come up there and take the photos because the equipment is like heavy and expensive. True, yeah. oh, so that's true. Um, that's a good point.
3: The cameras were really huge, and
0: so like they, were, I mean, they were already hassling. Moore, when he gets to the scene, as a well-known New York Times illustrator, think of, like, all the vetting they'd have to do Mm -hmm. for a camera guy.
1: Isn't that crazy, though, that they, up until, you know, this relationship with Moore that they weren't doing any sort of anything at the crime scenes. Like, no photographs, no illustrations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like you said, like, that crime file was totally empty.
0: Which yeah. Just, like, I mean, they weren't mind.
1: even interested in finding out who the real killer was. They just wanted to pin exactly. everything on Wolf. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it was, I mean,
2: it was easy. Exactly. It's a win. Like, for... Right. for
0: when you're a police... <laughs> Not not to say this is how modern police departments operate, <laughs> right. because that's not true. But, like, when you think historically, a lot of police departments, they're like, we got to find the killer because that's a win for us. Mm-hmm. We look like frigging idiots if we can't pin down the killer. Right. Right. And yeah, so absolutely. a lot of times, and yeah, to an extent today, it still does happen. A lot of times, like, it's easier to go for the easier person uh Mm -hmm. the more obvious choice than it is to like really like forensically look at something and say okay maybe we don't have this person right right, right, and we're
3: looking at the like i i feel like i personally feel like the birth of forensics in general like the twin or the brothers that come in even they said Oh well the police won't really miss us if we're gone. The and he was like, "Oh, we're Jew and they don't like us." Like this whole science behind looking at the depth of bones and right. tissue and all of that. Like they didn't really they felt like they they weren't that important. But well, have yeah. you guys ever seen
0: the Nick Sorry, this is yes. going to be like a, I, watch all these other things, too. <laughs> no, but The <laughs> Nick is a show that I
1: absolutely thought of when we were watching yeah. this. I was like, oh, my God, it's kind of like The Nick with Sherlock
0: Holmes, with Bones. Oh. The and Nick like, is mixture. set around the same time period, mm-hmm. almost exactly. And... Um, it's, it's focused on the medical field. And so this reminded me of kind of like the pre- police forensics version of yeah. the Nick, oh, where you have, um, in the Nick, it's really interesting because you see all the technology. No, I mm-hmm. shouldn't say quote air quotes. Real, it's te- it was technology at <laughs> the time. Yeah, the, the turn of the century technology that, that people thought like was so innovative. And mm-hmm. like, you, we're getting this in this series for um, forensics. Yeah. Right and exactly. psychology. It's less sorry, gru- this exactly. this show is by far less gruesome than the nick. Yes, oh. but I
1: don't
3: know. Yeah, we'll I was about see. to say that first those Watch first, the nick
0: and then tell us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, 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 right. I guess
3: in comparison, but for <laughs> those who saw those drawings and the pictures and just the I mean, like they really zoomed in on the detail, like you oh, mentioned before. Absolutely. I mean, like the detail of everything, and I was like, "Whoa!" Okay. That eyeball shot is crazy. For, right, the first
0: the eyeball in the, the show. Soup. Hello.
3: Yeah. Right, right.
0: <laughs> no, I was thinking of okay, because I, I saw this first on a big screen, and it's. I almost wish they premiered every one of these episodes in a movie theater because this <laughs> right. is like the the oh, the sure. view and the details, and just like the the absolute. Epicness of Mm. the mise en scene for this series is amazing, and when you see it on the big screen, everyone around us was like, (gasps) because it's just so (laughs) So incredible to look at. And that scene where uh, you have you have the corpse, and then you have the the open eye socket, and then they go into the eye socket Mm -hmm. on a big screen—that's like nuts. You're like, whoa, right? right. I'm in the eye socket.
3: (laughs) And it, it's crazy because they it's based in New York, but they filmed it in Budapest. Mm-hmm. Yes. which Because it's cheaper. <laughs> because <laughs> it's cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> and, but it, they did such an amazing job. I mean, from the buildings to, I, I mean, it, it All the blows details. me away. Probably yeah.
0: also because, I mean... New York now obviously doesn't look that old because there's so much modernization, so Mm -hmm. it's easier to to shut a to shut down the street in Budapest. Yeah, right. Um, New Yorkers would have been a little upset, Uh, right? And then parking alone is already crazy, right? So So to shut down the street in Budapest and then have it like and then have it look old. Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess you can. They when I was at the premiere, they do replicate like a a Gilded Age block in on the paramount backlot Mm -hmm. but it's such they have the paramount backlot is a historic backlot so there's they have limited space so if you want to do these like long chase scenes Mm -hmm, where you have like very realistic looking buildings you can't do it on a back lot because you'd have to stop the chase scene after like two seconds stop it first and then
1: Then you go back around the same building
0: (laughs) and then people will be like why is that building showing up 20 times in this chase scene
1: that's true that's really
0: true um but anyway if you want to if you want to see pictures of the premiere which was like absolutely nuts you can go to my instagram um one two three jackie b if you have any questions or inquiries or about the premiere you can go there as well. Um and then I want to ask you guys one last thing. What are you looking forward into the into what are you looking forward to in the next episode? Okay. I as much as all of the things I'm passionate about here, I'm kind of most curious about what the two guys find out after they look through the bones. Oh, like absolutely. I want I'm like yes. so obsessed with figuring Yeah, I'm yes. so obsessed with figuring out What are they going to find out about that? How about you guys? Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, I I, I completely agree with you on that. Um, My prediction is I I definitely want to see... A little more of where Miss um, Howard and Mr. Moore's relationship go. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like she she's definitely a huge fan of uh, Chrysler. So I feel like she's willing to do more for him at this time. So I want to see what else she's going to get her hands on and what else she, what else she can help with uh, in reference to the case.
0: Do you think there's going to be a love triangle? Yes. I do. I could, I could see it, but looking at the
2: episode that was previewed today, I feel like she's going to slowly start to like Mister Moore more. Mm-hmm. But I re- like like at the beginning when she was like, "Well, who's asking?" I felt like it's because she's been a fan of his work for so long and she kind of fancies him and maybe more pissed her off when they were kids and he made that picture of her. And, you know, so I want to see what happens with with those three relationships.
1: Yeah. I'm looking forward to maybe some more action and maybe some more deaths to take it to, a, you know, a, a more like the gory dark stuff. place. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we saw obviously one murder. I think the previews for. I'm not really sure if the previews were just for the next episode or if that was, like, for the whole season, because I was like, whoa. That so is much happening. Episode, that so, is so, like much. A, yes. so many things going on. But, I mean, definitely it looked like there was going to be, like, some more murders, some more action. Definitely I'm interested to see um, how Miss Howard just evolves, too. Because, obviously, mm-hmm. in this episode – She's pretty buttoned up, but then when she's at home smoking a cigarette and kind of relaxing, you're Mm -hmm. like, oh, okay. And she's very into the murders, it seems. So I think she's definitely going to grow into maybe like let her hair down a little. Yeah. Um, we'll see so i'm excited for that
0: you know i just sorry just before you go you said there's so much going on like i i felt like when i watched this there's a lot of setup you have to do oh, yeah. in uh in a premiere episode and so we have a lot of stage setting and yeah there are, there is action but um all of the things you're anticipating it seems like they come in that second episode and it's yes, coming away i think it, it's, it looks like it for sure
3: yeah I am looking for kind of a, a little off of off of you to the the growth of the of the characters, but the twist at the end, the clue, the tongue, the organ, in the article. And how crazy article. was it? He
0: like flew out of the roof or something. Um, what? Well, yeah. yeah, I like we didn't and, even
3: mention that. And, <laughs> and, and, and you see, like this this killer has something. I think. He has something for heights in a weird way because if you think about it, yes, that's a great point. Yes, the the kid on the bridge, the the kid, um, kids, the water tower effort, and Mm -hmm. then he, uh, like you said, like catapults, like maybe he's not
0: human. Maybe he's Batman. (laughs) Right, Batman. 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 (laughs) Batman
3: returns.
0: (laughs) Twin
3: brother. I don't know. It's so. uh, I'm so interested in those small details. Right. I love and I pick up on like, did you guys just see that did girl in the background that? blink her eyes three times? That means something. <laughs> like I'm so like super into every like I'm so analytical. So right. that was just like, oh gosh, give it to me. Like, right, I was, like right, so right. it just dropped me in. So that's what I'm girl, you just me. dropped me in. Just I, know. <laughs> I know. that's important. though. <laughs> like I mean that's fine. what
0: that's what this series was made for. It was made for people who want to look for the girl who blinked uh, three times and you right. think it's a message. It means something. Like, right. Yeah.
3: Hashtag blink three times. <laughs>
0: <Batman>. <laughs> Hashtag Bad Batman. Right. <laughs> um just one more announcement before we before we leave. Um there's a costume exhibit at the Paley Center in Beverly Hills um of oh. the outfits from uh, from the I'm whole sure. series, from the whole series of the oh, Alienist, and nice. it ends on March twenty fifth. Nice. So, and they had some of the outfits at the premiere, and they were just phenomenal. They're wow. so cool. Um, and the Paley Center is a great little area if you ever get a chance to very get over nice. there. And Thank I'm gonna try and go there at some point. We Should go together. Yeah, we should all yeah. go together. It's so so a after like after
3: <laughs> after the twenty fifth. I'm like, okay, so what do we have to do? Like, borrow these things and have like a little like. Alienist day on the panel right. and you guys we can, can like meet, a us, there. meet us there meet us there we can all dress
1: like we're from the gilded age we'll have an
0: instagram <laughs> party how about that which right. is fun because at the premiere they did they did suggest i don't have any gilded age outfits lying around <laughs> we gotta but work on that they suggested you dress like that and there was like a guy dressed like the murderer guy from the series like chasing you around which was like <gasps> exciting slash creepy uh, my fiance pointed it out, and I was like, "What the crack?" Because he was like uh. jumping out of the bushes, and you are like, "What?" <laughs> anyway,
2: it.
0: A little, very, very much realism. <laughs> yeah. yeah that much. <laughs> that right. So, thank you guys for tuning in. We would love for you guys to tune in with us next week. Join the conversation on Twitter. Join us in the comments. We will check the comments and chat with you there. I'm one, two, three, Jackie B. I have um, I recapped the Drag Race. I re eh, I'm recapping the <laughs> Drag Race uh, show this. Week And then I actually have one of my scripts being read on the pop- Popcorn Talk Ooh. this Friday at 10 a.m. here at After Buzz yes, Popcorn Talk. Please support her. I want to yes, check it out. You. See what this script is Great. about. Um, <laughs> ladies,
2: where can they find you? Yes. They can find
1: me at uh, Miss Candy Marie on Instagram and on Twitter at TV. And you can find me at Alice L. Ford on Twitter and at Alice's Adventures on Earth on
0: everything else.
3: Yes, and again, I'm Takira Shabray. You can find me on Instagram at Takira underscore Shabray.
0: Thank you guys for joining us. Thanks.
1: From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network.